Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Kaylee. Grab a cup of coffee. Because you're listening to Baristas After Dark. Hello! Hola! Como estas? Me amo! Emily. Oh, wow. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> Did you guys know that Emily's cats only listen to her if she speaks to them in Spanish? Angry Spanish. Like a like a yelling mom, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to give us an example? Venga, que hora, pinche puta! <laughs> Just like that. Oh my gosh, that's so aggressive. <laughs> that's the point. Yeah, yep. So know. what are we talking about today? So today we are continuing the theme of conspiracy theories because Emily and I are addicted and we're talking... <laughs> what does meow have to do with addiction or conspiracy theories? It just made me happy. Mm. I kind of woof. I think I would prefer the woof. Bark. <laughs> Bark. Bark. <laughs> Did you see that video that I saw? <laughs> bark. Bark. <laughs> bark. Bark. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, Emily and I are addicted to conspiracy theories, so now we have to talk about them again. Also, Emily's a little <laughs> sick. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's sick in the head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bark. <laughs> oh my gosh anyway today we're going to talk about the simulation theory (laughs) (laughs) what are you on we are recording later than we normally do because normally we record on like the weekends this is the middle of the week so (laughs) i guess emily's feeling a little yeah, a little silly. <laughs> she suggested we make a pot of coffee before this. I was like, I don't know if we should. I'm so glad we didn't. Maybe we should anyway. <laughs> Just for shits and gigs. <laughs> Classic baristas after dark. Ooh, a whole pot of coffee before bed. Sometimes I do that to help me go to sleep, actually. Are you sure you don't have ADHD? Yeah. Because I, I drink it for the taste. I don't even drink coffee for the caffeine at this point. Well, I mean, when you work at a coffee shop and you can drink it all the time, you become desensitized. Yeah. Like I told my grandpa, I was like, oh, yeah, I regularly drink like three shots of espresso multiple times in a four-hour shift. And he's yeah. like, you're going to die. And I'm like, so eventually I will yeah, anyway. Eventually, so yes. like, what's the, at least then I don't have to work anymore. It's like inevitable. <laughs> Thanks, grandpa. Anyway. Do you know anything about the simulation theory? No. When I think of... Okay, so I don't really know much about it. Mm -hmm. But when I hear that, it makes me think of The Sims. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And you're like the little god creator and you're creating everything. Yes. So like if you wanted to kill somebody by trapping them in a one by one square room. You don't put them in a pool? I mean, you could drown them. Yeah, but let them starve to death well here's the thing they get exhausted they get tired a lot easier than they get hungry so when they get tired and they need to like pass out they pass out in the pool and then they drown or fun fact you can buy a plot of land Mm -hmm. for cheap and then rosebud yourself with the cheats and then evict the people and buy their house i'm dead (laughs) i'm dead but yeah the simulation theory is basically like that (laughs) Just like I always Anna. tried to get my Sims to woohoo with the um the, the Grim Reaper. The Grim Reaper. Yeah, <laughs> sure, I always like, wanted Emily is like <laughs> bouncing her hand up and down and like ew. No, I just the Grim Reaper. Yeah. Have you gotten wicked whims? No, I can't figure it out. What? I think it's smarter than me. I just want to make them do the nasty, freaky, nasty, unblurred. You want to watch? I want to see what you can make them do. I'm curious. A lot of shit. I know. I'm curious. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a whole episode on The Sims because there's a new pack coming out this month. What? Yes. Oh. It's called Generations and like the baby Incest. No, oh. then you can't have incest. So basically oh. like, well, you can't, you can with Wicked Whims. Oh, okay. 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 Stop sounding so excited <laughs> about that. Ew. <laughs> I want my sim cousins to have a baby. I want to make sure they have blue eyes. <laughs> us sitting here, both of us with blue <laughs> eyes. <laughs> are we cousins? Are we related? We could be. Who knows? We could be. Where in Illinois are you from? <laughs> <laughs> I love incest. 
Oh Anyways, the simulation theory is basically The Sims. Yes, but on like a much larger scale. Okay. So basically, yeah, the simulation theory is the theory that we are a computer program with a creator controlling everything that happens. Okay. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's like none of us have free will. None of us have, none of us are experiencing it experiencing any of this none of this is real hmm. so like imagine you're playing the sims and you're doing everything for your sims and they think that they're just living their life like they think they are human beings oh. they yeah. think that that's them making those decisions and mm-hmm. experiencing everything around them yeah exactly oh that's so weird yep Okay. Yep. I have an article pulled up because I don't know a lot about the details of the simulation theory. I just know the general situation. Okay. Basically. Mm -hmm. But I just want to put this opinion out there really quick. I believe that it's possible that we're in a simulation. You know, sure. Like to an extent? Yeah. Like, okay. I mean, if anybody believes in a god, that's basically the simulation theory. Okay. First opinion. Problematic opinion number one. Bam! I want the like TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) You can just hit my head and I'll. You can just hit my head and I'll make a noise. Hot take number one. (laughs) (laughs) First hot take (laughs) is that if you believe in the existence of a god, that is a form of the simulation theory. (laughs) (laughs) The second one is that it really doesn't matter if we're in a simulation or not. (laughs) Do you want to know why? Why? Because we're not going to change the fact that we're in a simulation. Yeah. If our lives are basically running like a computer game. Okay. With somebody behind the mouse. Mm -hmm. If we become aware of that, we can't break out of the game. Right. Because we're just pixels. Right. Okay. Like, if your Sims suddenly became aware, like in The Sims 3, they used to break the fourth wall and they would look at you through the screen. What? Yeah. That never happened to me. No. No. Maybe that was Sims 2. I don't know. The older Sims games, if you're paying attention, they're waiting for you to do something. So if they're just like, just stand there, they'll turn and look at you and be like, fucking make me have sex. Like, I don't know. Do something. Oh. Yeah, they'll stare at you. So if we were to do that, there's nothing else that we could do. And we wouldn't even be able to see. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not working. No, exactly. I mean, you can stare up at the sky for how long? It's still just a bunch of pixels. Okay, okay. So, if someone's playing the computer and we're in the computer game, right? Yeah. Is someone playing the person playing the computer game? That's the thing. So, here's So, it's like mirrors facing each other. It can be, yeah. So, one aspect of the simulation theory is that... Basically, it's like a super intelligent creator okay. that is has won the right to control the simulation. Okay. And they can either like, I, this is from another podcast I listened to talking about it. Okay. Like a year ago. Okay. So it's cooking way down in there. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> the way you moved your eyebrows when you said that? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> okay. So, it's so I have down to- there. <laughs> I have to think really hard back here. All right, get them gears going. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. But basically, I think they can like train up somebody or someone can reach a, li- a state of intelligence where you also get your own universe to control. Interesting. That kind of makes me think of like Mormonism in a way because okay. they in the afterlife, don't they get their own like planets? their own universe they could become the god of their own i don't world i don't know much about mormon's belief on the afterlife me neither but i know all i know is that if you want to rejoin your family you have to be put into some book in the temple Mm -hmm. with like your family members and your spouses and your children and Mm -hmm. stuff that way when you're all you know dead in heaven Mm -hmm. you're you can all be reunited yeah that's the only yes, thing I know. And I think that part of that is like having the multiple wives or ha- like having as many children as you can so that you can populate that. And like, that's more sure. of like the FLDS. Okay. Not the LDS. Okay. Maybe I'm Mormons, thinking FLDS. Which then. is the more extreme yeah. version of Mormonism. Mm-hmm. That was the keep, sweet, pray, and obey, right? Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Regrouping. Because I don't want to assume anything about a religion that I don't know. I do. They're all fake. <laughs> I mean, if we're in a simulation, then yeah. Yeah. See? So anyway. Oh, that brings a whole nother thing. We're not going to talk about that. I was going to talk about how like so, God is a God is just choosing who goes to heaven and hell. Anyway. So with the simulation theory. That kind of made me like the way you were explaining it. Think of like kind of to me, it seems like Buddhism. 
mm-hmm. idea of one. Okay. So, do you are you familiar with that? Oh, that the not that that you okay. mentioned. So Buddhism. So they view you know all of us people souls consciousness you know our conscience mm-hmm. as being from one source. Okay. Right. So that would be you know the thing controlling the video game. Okay. And all of us in the video game would be teeny tiny pieces of source. Okay. In the video game. So simulation theory operates more like Christianity. Ew. Yeah, like Calvinist Christianity. Okay. Basically. But just like that simple explanation, like Mm -hmm. that's what it made me think of. Okay. Because like if someone's controlling the simulation, they created the Mm -hmm. simulation. Yeah. No, exactly. That's why... when they do that, they're obviously putting their aspects into that universe that they're creating. Mm Because when I play The Sims... Yeah. I fit it how I want it to fit, Mm -hmm. and I put little aspects of myself everywhere in it mm-hmm. you know you know what Madi would love on the sims hmm. extreme violence oh fuck yeah <laughs> oh you would love it you I need, need to kill you to people oh i need you to help me get these i saw i saw some woman you can kick pregnant ladies in the stomach and <gasps> then they like oh and then this little bundle lays on the ground and they're not pregnant anymore <laughs> you can sell those how much do they sell for more than 14 simoleons i think 114 mm. I think so not yeah. bad not bad <laughs> Anyway. (laughs) No. But. So it works more like Calvinism. Yes. Okay. Because it is, yes, the creator did Mm -hmm. create the simulation, but it is, it has an active hand in everything that happens. It's not that we are a part of the creator. Okay. It's that the creator made us externally to do whatever they want us to do. Okay. So with that, they plan everything that happens, like kind of like predestination. Okay. Like, you know, Calvinism Mm -hmm. believes in the extreme. God chooses who goes to heaven, who goes to hell. Yes. That is exactly. And there's nothing you can do to change that exactly Uh yeah we have no choice in anything that happens so like i'm sitting here we decided to start this podcast okay no we didn't the creator was like i want these girls to do this podcast for four listeners (laughs) (laughs) right yeah so every time you look at the numbers and you're like oh disappointed that's because the creator made it to be that way okay Mm -hmm. does that make sense okay everything that happens everything that we experience is all the creators doing what's the purpose of that then for them to exercise their power Mm -hmm. I love power. Basically to just play God. Okay. So the simulation theory for me also goes hand in hand with like the quote unquote theory of parallel universes. It is no longer a theory. Uh, We know that they exist now. But basically the same way that you can imagine anything is possible because there are infinite number of universes. Any possibility could possibly happen. Okay. That is the simulation theory. So any godlike creature that wants to exercise its power in a certain way or create something or have whatever experience Mm -hmm. for us to live, Mm -hmm. anything that they imagine, they will execute and like put into that world that they're creating. Okay. So if like, let's see, the Hunger Games. Oh, I was going to mention the Hunger Mm -hmm. Games. If someone highly, like a highly intelligent creature were to read the Hunger Games and say that would be a crazy world and they were at the level that they would be able to have their own simulation, they could create that world. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. That's insane. I know. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's basically the whole concept of the simulation theory is not just like, oh, this is a universe that operates. It is always like a computerized thing as okay. well. So it's not okay. it's not like we are human beings that they have created, you know, like, right. like Christianity is like, oh, created people. Mm-hmm. No, we are basically just the Sims. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. I know. Isn't that weird? So do you think our Sims feel things? Well, we feel th- like our sim, like our sim creatures that we make in The Sims. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh my god! I know, like our Sims that fall in love and feel emotions and have children mm-hmm. and cry when their family members die. Yeah, they could be actually genuinely feeling all of those emotions. Now, the thing is, <laughs> The Sims, the game, The Sims, the game, uh-huh. <laughs> is code, right? So we're like, oh yeah, no, they don't have emotions, but in the simulation theory, we are code. Right. Like, you and I have genuine care for each other. You have genuine care for your cats. You would be sad when they died. Yeah. The creator's the one who orchestrated the death of your cat, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Mm Mm-hmm. So, that's why some people have a hard time watching, like, the extreme violence mod that I mentioned (laughs) in The Sims, because it's like, man, I just kicked this pregnant lady in the belly and sold her baby. I shouldn't say that one. (laughs) 
No, there's like an animation where you can crash a helicopter on somebody to kill them. Oh, that's so cool. Isn't that crazy? So That's it's why like, I like GTA. Yeah. They used to run over people, shoot them, and then go to the strip club. <laughs> See, but basically the simulation theory is saying that all those people experience that. God. All those NPCs are yeah. creatures living their own lives. That'd be so weird. Mm-hmm. I know. It's so funny that you know, That's a concept. <laughs> I know. Because you're like, man, I would just shoot people just because, and then I'd go to the strip club. See, I would just, if I were to play GTA, I never have. It's really but... fun. <laughs> it's really fun. I'm the kind of girl who plays like the driving games, you know, on the Xbox from like 2008 or whatever. Uh-huh. And I would try to stay within the lines. <laughs> oh, no. I would try to see how many cops I could get to chase me, lose them, and then go to the strip club. <laughs> That was always my reward for getting away. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I no. used to drive around and see how many people I could shoot, too. Just oh my random God. civilians. <laughs> I would see if I could, like, marry any of them and just live my life. And Dude, GTA. their nipples looked so weird, too. What the fuck? At the strip Like, club? the people? Yeah. Oh, my God. But could you imagine those being actual women? Because no, then they that's were like ugly. The, that's like the Truman Show. Then what the fuck? No woman is ugly. The computer generated ones. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes. But then GTA is like the the Truman Show. I've never seen the Truman Show. You haven't? No. Oh my god, it's such a good movie. No. Do you know the concept of it at all? So basically, it is this guy Truman. He lives in this little city and everything just like he's just living, right? Well, everyone in the city that he lives in is actors in the show of his life and his life is live streamed to the people like outside of his world 24 hours a day. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like he's married, but they've watched him since he was a baby. So he was born and then he was like sent to this place what the fuck? and they've filmed him his whole entire life with hidden cameras. He didn't know. He's just living his thing, like going to work. He has a wife. He has kid. I think he has a kid. I don't remember. But yeah, no, all of it is fake. All of it. They're That's all insane. actors. I know. And it ends. Do you want to know the ending? It's so good. Yeah. It ends with him, he, like, finds out and he's trying to escape. And he, like, basically lives in, like, an island, right? So it's surrounded by water. Okay. So, So, like, he he can't get in contact with real people. Yeah, exactly. And then it's, like, a wall, like, a dome around him that looks like the sky. Okay. Yeah, so that he just is, like, oh, well, I'm just on this island. Well, he sails a boat out to the very edge and hits a wall. Uh Uh-huh. And there's a staircase and he goes up and it just ends with him opening the door and, like, looking back and going out into the real world. Oh, shit. Isn't crazy? It's so good. Oh. You gotta watch it. It's yeah. so good. It's oh, Jim Carrey. Oh, I need to watch it. Then. Yes. I love Jim Carrey. It's amazing. Okay. Such a good movie. But yes, okay. GTA is like the Truman Show because you are Truman and everything just goes your way to make yeah. everything convenient for you. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. They even like watch him when he sleeps. Oh. Yeah. And it's like on at nighttime for the people to watch. So if you're like up late at night, you can just watch Truman sleep. That's so weird. That Why would you want to? It's pro. I gotta watch it again. I haven't watched it in years, but it's probably like a commentary on society. It's a good movie. You have yeah. to watch it. It's so good. Okay. Ugh. I'm intrigued. It's amazing. It's one of my favorites. Okay. I'm intrigued. I'll bite. Let me get back into the simulation theory. Let's say. Simulation theory says that we are all likely living in an extremely powerful computer program. This one says, think of the Matrix. I've never seen I the Matrix. Either. We gotta watch that too. Um, oh, nice. See, they have evidence in this website. This is um, builtin.com. I just searched up simulation theory and it came up. Okay. So if anybody wants to read along, anybody wants to read along. Do you want me to give the full definition? I can do that. I have a real definition. Yeah. Cool. Simulation theory definition. Simulation theory is a theoretical hypothesis that says what people perceive as reality is actually an advanced hyper-realistic computer simulation possibly overseen by a higher being. Oh, possibly. Hmm. So it could just be like somebody just hit fast forward on The Sims and let it go. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Crazy. Anyway, later on in this article, it asks if we live in a computer simulation, who is the programmer? What is this person's name? Chalmers. David Chalmers, who is a philosopher who... Oh, yeah. Yeah, talks about... You know him. Yeah. Yeah. I've read his work. Mm-hmm. Okay. He commented on the simulation theory, and he says the creator could just be a teenager hacking onto a computer system and running possibly five separate universes at the same time. Right. Or it could be someone who is omniscient, all-knowing, and all-powerful. Like a god. Yes. So it literally, the simulation theory literally could just be like me when I was 15 playing The Sims on a Wednesday night. Right. You know what I mean? Or it could be a god situation. A godlike being. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We could just be living in like The Sims 15 right now. Because 
did you you know on the computer in the sims your sims can also play the sims yes yeah yes that's why i was like so Mm -hmm. if we're playing the sims and they play the sims are they actually playing the sims the way we're playing the sims Mm -hmm. and then another thing is that well if we can play if we as sims air quotes can play the sims and have our sims play the sims can the sim that that sims playing also play the sims and then we have like and it's like you said a mirror facing a mirror situation where it just goes on infinitely yeah just all these different simulations because i think your sim can stop playing and then resume playing the sims as well so they just Mm -hmm. continue their game or what if when we're playing the sims and we tell them to play the sims they're playing us could be just a reflection possibly that's a thought Mm mm-hmm that's Although terrifying. it typically is like a trickle down. Oh, effect, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. But like still. I know. Isn't that weird? That is so weird. My math teacher in high school was breaking down some mathematical <clears throat> formula, like the X, Y, Z mm-hmm. axis coordinate plane. I don't know. I haven't taken math in five years. So please forgive okay. me for my language, my math <laughs> language. <laughs> But he was explaining basically how the coordinate plane is used in the real world. Okay. And basically showed us how the Sims work, like how they walk and everything Mm -hmm. like that. My first thought when I heard that wasn't, oh, this is the Sims. I thought, oh, this is how we walk. Mm -hmm. Isn't that so weird that we were learning a mathematical formula? First thing that came into my mind was, oh, this is how I move. That's so weird. That's really weird. That's really weird. That is. So I don't know. Oh my god, do we want to go into this? This talks about quantum physics. I'm a dumb bitch. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> da, 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 da. This article on Built-In goes into more about how we can define reality. David Balm, do you know that guy? Theoretical physicist? Or is that mm. out of your realm? I feel like I've heard the name. Okay. David Bohm. He says that reality is what we take to be true. So questioning reality, basically saying, oh, why are we even living if none of this is real and we're in a simulation? So questioning that is pointless because reality is what you perceive. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And everyone's perception is different. Yep. Like if you and I are looking at the same piece of paper, say it's a blue sheet of paper. I was literally just going to mention that. We are going to see different Mm-hmm. different things yes not we, just because we're stand we're looking at it from different positions but we don't know for sure if we all see colors the same exactly so while i say oh the sky is blue you may see the sky to actually be red because that's just what that color looks like to you and mm-hmm. i was thinking about this literally yesterday on my drive to work i was like how would we test to see if people all see the same colors i was like you can't you can't because we could take the wrappings off of crayons and tell a little small child who's never been been told the names of colors before mm-hmm. draw the color of the sky with the crayon they would grab the crayon that they see as the sky but i would still see it as the color of the sky yep boom mm-hmm. isn't boom. that crazy yes it's wild well, and like if you if we're thinking about colors like that you have to think about people who are color blind mm-hmm. don't see any color well they do but they do see color but they mix colors up yes yep or people who are fully colorblind and all they see is different shades of like grays and mm-hmm. blacks and browns and and then people who are blind mm-hmm. don't see at all sometimes but like they have to see something but like since They don't have sight the same way that you and I would have Mm -hmm. sight. It's going to be different. Yeah. Like there's a YouTuber, Molly Burke. She's Mm -hmm. blind and she's not fully blind. She can see the difference in light. Mm -hmm. So if it gets shady, she can see the difference. If it's dark, if something's bright. She is a fashion YouTuber, fashion blogger. Mm -hmm. She talks about she gravitates towards sparkly things because she can see the light reflect off of the sparkles. Oh, interesting. But she is blind because she can't see. Right. It amazes me how as people who have sight we often will ask people who don't have sight what is what do you see right now mm-hmm. nothing they have no frame of reference to yeah. define what they unless see. they were able to see and then went blind i was just gonna go on that molly burke went blind at 14 but okay she no longer has a frame of reference of what anything looks like she doesn't remember wow mm-hmm I know. That's insane. Yeah. She actually, I think she says her favorite colors are pink and purple because they were the last colors that were her favorite when she could still see. Wow. So she assumes they must be the same. Wow. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All that she can see is darkness and lightness. She can't even, yeah, there's no color reception at all. Wow. Which is crazy to think about because it's like, oh, well, if she sees sparkles, she could see these are pink sparkles. These are white sparkles. She just sees the white reflect. Yeah. The the light reflect. Yeah. I'm assuming that's like when you close your eyes and like when you look towards a light, Mm -hmm. it gets brighter. And then when you look away, it looks darker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I envision it to be. Yeah. But But then another thing is like if I were to describe what it looks like, it's like, oh, it's bright and then it's black. Like she doesn't, she can't say the colors that she's seeing right now because Mm -hmm. she doesn't remember what they look like. Yeah. 
because it's been over half of her life now that she's been right. blind. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, just like with taste, people taste different things when they're trying the same exact food mm-hmm. the or perfect, drink. The perfect example is spicy food. Mm-hmm. Spicy food, just to show the range of different people because I can eat, what is it, Szechuan spicy, chi- spicy fish from the same Chinese restaurant as my uncle and he will cough on it and I will just eat it over and over because it's so good. My dad won't be able to eat it because it's too spicy. My mom, (laughs) my mom is like the epitome of white woman where she doesn't like a lot of different flavors together. So she doesn't spice things very heavily and she's not very adventurous with different spices Mm -hmm. because they upset her stomach and they hurt her mouth. (laughs) I know, epitome of white woman. She got nervous adding cumin to something one time. Oh. Yeah. See, that's not my problem. I just can't do like spicy hot things because Mm. then it comes out spicier and hotter. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) If it doesn't burn going in and it doesn't burn going out, there's no point in eating it is my thing. That's why you got stomach issues. But spicy food's so good. I definitely disagree. As soon as I eat something spicy, my stomach... Yeah, isn't it so nice, though? And then I sit on the toilet. But it's so funny because, like, my mom is a big fan of, like, oh, add salt and pepper to give more flavor, which works That's for... That's white. Yeah. It works for a certain amount of time, but at some point, you just get salty, peppery food. You don't get yeah, flavor. You no. know what I mean? I like flavor, but I'm the spice. girl. Yes. I'm... Oh. Because I'm the girl who adds, oh, if I need a little more flavor, I'll add red pepper flakes or sriracha or Cholula or a hot sauce or something like that. I eat red pepper flakes with my breakfast. My butthole is my quivering at that thought. Red pepper flakes, Emily? They're not even spicy. No, I don't like the way they taste. Okay, that's fair. I have to, like, mix them in with my scrambled eggs or something. I can't just, like, sprinkle them on top because they're... It's a texture thing. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Because sometimes I'll be eating and I'm like, oh, suddenly there's a leaf that tastes like pepper. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. I get that. No. I, like, I used to eat spicy ramen noodles every single night before going to bed. That is why your stomach is fucked up. It was years ago. I would do it again if I could, though. But I used to eat them every night before going to bed. I'd make a big bowl of it. I'd take it downstairs and a cup of water, and I'd eat my noodles and drink my water. My dad, he was like, can I try these? One night when I was baking them, I was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, for sure. Go for it. They're really good. One noodle. (laughs) (laughs) My dad was choking. That is too funny. He's typically pretty good about spice, too. He's gotten worse because of his dietary restrictions. Right. With his autoimmune disease. But he, at that time, was really good with tolerating spice. And he's like, you eat that casually without water? I was like, well, I mean, I get water, but I can, like, eat the whole bowl without it. He's like, you're insane. You're insane. (laughs) Just goes to show you that people experience things all different ways. Same with pain. Yeah. What hurts someone may not hurt the next person. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm so afraid to get tattoos. I want one so bad. I want to say that. I want one so bad. And I know it's not going to hurt as much as I think it will. I know it. Because everybody says, oh, it doesn't hurt as bad as I thought it would. But then... It feels like a cat scratch. But cat scratches hurt me really fucking bad. Yes, I think they hurt because you're not expecting them. Okay. So if I were to like take my cat's claw and like, that would obviously hurt less. Just like when you're biting as hard as you can down Mm -hmm. on your tongue versus when you bite your tongue while you're eating. Yes. Okay. Okay. That makes me feel a little bit better. Will you go with me when I get my first tattoo? Yeah, they're they're really fun. I enjoyed them. The only one that actually hurt me was the one on my rib. That's where I was going to get my tattoo. But, but it Emmy, hurt because it's shaded in. Mine the won't line be shaded work in. did not hurt. Mm-hmm. That was the same thing Monica got her tattoo. Monica's my old roommate. She got her tattoo on her hip mm-hmm. and it didn't hurt until they started shading. And yep. then she was like quivering. She said it hurt so bad. Yes, because that's multiple needles going in yeah. at the same time. Okay. Some people okay. say that that hurts less though than line work. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on the person. Yeah. Emmy and I, Emmy is another one of my roommates. She has a tattoo, basically the same kind of tattoo, same similar size style as what I'm going to get on mm-hmm. her rib. And and she said it didn't hurt at all. Also, it took like no time at all because it's a fine line yeah. word tattoo, which is exactly what I'm going to get. Right. So yeah, I don't know. Everything is just in perspective because there are some people who say that birth is the least painful experience of their life. Right. Which and then there's others crazy. who say it's 
horrible. Yeah, like, with horrible. an epidural, they yeah. find it extremely painful. Like, my yeah. mother, with her epidural, found it very painful still. Not very yeah. painful, still tolerable, but she did still feel pain. Yeah. And then there's my aunt, who gave birth to all three of her kids after the first one. No epidural, natural. It's insane. Blows my mind. Yeah. Can I hear a funny story about birth? Mm. Not my birth. Oh. But one of my youth leaders when I was in church as a kid, mm-hmm. we were talking about birth, because she had all four of her kids except the second one. So she had three out of four natural and then the second one she had an epidural she will say (laughs) the epidural didn't do anything okay but she'll say that that birth was the easiest birth that she experienced we're like that's because you had an epidural no it's because he was so small i didn't feel anything sarah sarah if you're listening i'm sorry you're on crack girly (laughs) you were on crack (laughs) you didn't feel anything because you didn't feel anything because you were numb the simulation, the simulation theory. theory is just like, it's just such a wild concept, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you know that Elon Musk <laughs> okay. believes fully 100% in the simulation theory? Really? Mm-hmm. He, it was like a big thing when he started blowing up and putting out all those cars and all that stuff. It was like, Elon Musk believes that we're in a simulation. And there are interviews of him saying, like, there is, I believe without a doubt that we are in a simulation. Oh. It makes me think that he's the creator of it. Yeah. Which I don't want to give him that credit. He's nasty hate that guy but <laughs> yeah this article on Bilton is going to be good for anybody who wants to learn more because it goes very deep into how we can prove it how we may be able to disprove it what's the point of thinking about this it's a good it's a good article but we're gonna move on we're gonna oh, move on. oh wow what this theory was first theorized as part of a philosophical argument on the part of Rene Descartes. Descartes? All the way back in... Really? Crazy. Yeah. He was nuts. (laughs) That explains a lot. I really liked him. Oh, no, I do like him. He was Enlightenment, right? Yeah. Yeah. We just talked about him two weeks ago in my literature class. Spanish or Italian man? I can't remember. He was French? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, no, I like a lot of his stuff. Mm -hmm. Because I was just like, no, this is... Mm-mm. I disagreed with a lot of it. That's why I liked it. Yeah, I was going to say he was pretty problematic. Yes. Still is. Yes. Rene Descartes, everybody. Look up his yeah. stuff. It's craziness. Because he believed in like hierarchy of human beings, right? Or is that Lacan? I don't recall. Okay. I don't recall. Me neither. Me neither. I'm trying to see. Hmm. That's so funny because this is so enlightenment of believing. That's what it is. What? He was religious. So he. Yes. 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 And the foundation of the simulation theory is similar to that of religions. Yes. The enlightenment is all about there are people who are more inclined, more intelligent, who are higher, that are supposed to be in control, which is why we have the Illuminati that comes out of the enlightenment. We have now the simulation theory that comes out of the enlightenment. Slavery, big thing, big thing. Same time when it was starting to be questioned was at the end of the enlightenment period. Yeah. So... That's yeah. what it was. He believed in a hierarchy of human beings of that there were people who are supposed to be enslaved because they are not enlightened. They are not intelligent yep. enough. They are not on the same level. <laughs> Nasty man. <laughs> I thought that was legit. Oh my God. I was so afraid you were going to puke on my letters. <laughs> so I'll do a better one. <laughs> Nasty man. <laughs> Wait, He's gross. The soundboard again. Oh, yeah. Wait, there's a fart sound, isn't there? <laughs> what the hell? This one. <laughs> this is how I feel about Descartes. <laughs> or this one. That's me on the toilet after spicy food. <laughs> Oh my gosh, no, but who? Descartes did a lot to further our study of thinking, but he also did a lot to push it back. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Just like any man who does anything. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm glad the Y chromosome is just disappearing. Thank God. (laughs) Read those bitches out. Let's go. (laughs) Happy Women's History Month. Women's yeah. History Month? Women's Month? I don't know. Today. Women's Month! Yay! Bow, yeah. bow, wow, grab it, girls, make them bounce. Wow, 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 wow. Oh, good nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah. So, capybara. I love capybara, 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 capybara. Capybara, 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 capybara. Capybara. Good song. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> 
but funny song. It's catchy as fuck. <laughs> Every time I hear it, I can never skip it just because I like uh-huh. the sound. Capybara. Capybara, 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 capybara. What the fuck are we talking about? Simulation theory. Just to think really quickly, that little tangent we just had about the fucking capybara song from TikTok, that could have been controlled by somebody. Somebody made that happen. Yes, somebody Somebody wanted that and put that in our game. Somebody wanted to hear us sing the capybara song. Just like when you click on your Sims, oh, interact with M-Dog, sing the capybara song from TikTok. Capybara. Capybara, 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 capybara. Nasty. Stupid. That's so funny though. But like, I like understand the idea behind the simulation theory. Right. But I don't believe it. Why not? Well, you don't believe in a God, do you? Necessarily. (laughs) If you believe in a universe, do you believe in coincidence? No. So you believe in fate? No. No? I think that everything happens for a reason. That could be part of a simulation. I don't know. I just like, I I can't say that your experiences are real, Mm -hmm. but I can say that mine are real. Mm -hmm. To back those up and to argue to support those though would be very difficult because Mm -hmm. my experiences are different from your experiences. Yes. And your only argument that this reality that you're experiencing is real and not a simulation is Is based on me. I'm experiencing it. I'm living it. That's exactly what David Baum said mm-hmm. that our reality is what we perceive it to be. Yeah. This is why reality is subjective. Well, so whether we're in a simulation or not, it doesn't matter because everything we're experiencing, if it feels real, it is real. Right. Yeah. Well, and I mean, like, even Plato argued about stuff like mm-hmm. this, like with his idea of the forms mm-hmm. and his allegory of the cave, which Will is... Will you explain those for me? Absolutely right? phenomenal. So, okay. So he explained, so like a circle, right? Mm-hmm. You can see a circle on a piece of paper Mm -hmm. that's not a true circle that is not a real circle Mm -hmm. because the real form of a circle Mm -hmm. is something that we cannot understand completely we cannot pure perfection of a circle yeah you can never draw a perfect circle same with a triangle Mm -hmm. same with anything oh you're gonna make me want to shoot myself in the forehead yes but it's kind of also similar to the allegory in the cave that he wrote what is that so basically okay envision you know you're in a cave Mm -hmm. and you're chained to a wall and in front of you so you can't move like your head you can't move your body you can't see anything you can only see what's in front of you and someone's behind you no (laughs) you sick fuck stop i've been waiting for you i was trying to ignore it So you're chained to a wall and you can only see straight in front of you. Right. If there's someone next to you also looking, you cannot see each other's faces. Ew, that makes me So say there's, you know, a fire or a flame or something behind you and there's, you're seeing that shadow, you know, a shadow project onto the Mm -hmm. wall in front of you and say someone holds up a puppet. Right. Or like a cutout of like a tree and they hold that up and you see the shadow on the wall. Mm -hmm. They're like, this is a tree. You're going to understand that shadow as a tree ah so no matter what it is if they're told that's a tree you're gonna think it looks like a tree yes and then once you get out of the cave to actually see a real tree to see real birds to Mm -hmm. see real whatever it changes your whole idea your whole perception mm-hmm. of reality is that like the same thing as like the two fingers in a shadow like in a in a shadow puppet yeah like as a bunny we see that something. as a bunny even though it really doesn't look anything like a bunny yes and when we see a real bunny we're like oh i can see how that relates but they don't look similar yes okay it's kind of along those lines okay yes hmm. that's very so, very very like shortened version yeah. of it so my only question then we can move on that way we don't get in a rabbit hole about is this Plato? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the allegory of the cave, is that saying like, oh, if you grew up inside of the cave and you were told to perceive something this way, and then you go out to experience it, is that what it? Yes. Is? Okay. Yes. So this could be also the same case. And I mean, they wouldn't even know for... what light is. Yeah. Sunlight. Mm-hmm. We could speak on that same level of perception for trigger warning, abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. Okay. And abusive childhoods, things mm-hmm. like that. Okay. A bunch of other things. Nice. So if you've never experienced anything differently, a lot of children who were in abusive households then are in abusive relationships, romantic relationships when they're mm-hmm. older because they know no different. They know don't know that love is supposed to be any different. Yes. I see. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was my only question. Yeah. All right. I don't remember how we got here. Um, we were talking about simulation. You and don't how... believe in the simulation theory. Yeah, I don't. 
I just, I don't think it's, I do think it could be a possibility, Mm -hmm. but I can only speak from my personal experiences. Mm -hmm. And from my personal experiences, I don't think that I'm in a simulation. Mm -hmm. I don't. Because I can alter, you know, manifestation. Mm -hmm. Yes. I want stuff like that, you, you know, saw, like that's why I'm like, yeah, there's no way this is a simulation. Mm-hmm. You saw my that I got concert tickets, yes. right, for a very high in demand concert. Yes. I'm going to see August D in Chicago in May. Ooh, ooh. Woo, woo. So excited with one of my best friends. But so Ticketmaster had two pre sales based in two different days and then a general ticket sale. All of the tickets for Chicago sold out in 40 minutes. Yeah. All of them during the pre sale because they put all tickets on sale during the pre sale. Mm-hmm. So all 20,000 seats are full for all three days. Yeah. Right. I was the 23rd person in line to get those tickets out of hundreds of thousands, probably yeah. thousands of people, thousands, yeah. which I 100% believe I manifested because in my head, I was like, I know I'm going to get the presale. I know I'm getting the presale code. I did. I was mm-hmm. like, if I get the presale, this means that I'm getting tickets. Yeah. I got my tickets. I knew it. I knew I was getting yeah. them. I knew it. And I really believe I manifested those tickets. I don't think this is a tough thing with manifestation because I was just going to say, I don't think I would have gotten them if I didn't think that positively, but I really well, believe I, mean, I only thought that because I genuinely knew I was going to get tickets. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But okay. So say that you have a very hard relationship with yourself, mm-hmm. right? And you start doing self affirmations, mm-hmm. start speaking positively to yourself. Yeah, been there. You are going to start seeing yourself in that mm-hmm. positive light. That is a actual psychological manipulation tactic. Yes. That if you portray a certain emotion on your face, you can start to feel that. That's yeah. how I taught myself for theater and for acting to cry on command yeah. because I would make the face like I was crying and I would start to have tears. Yeah. Right. It's an actual thing. That's why affirmations work. Mm-hmm. Boom. But I mean, Boom, you know, that's also the law of attraction too mm-hmm. at play. You know, the uh, spiritual law of attraction. Mm-hmm. That's how... How does... What is that? We, I keep making you explain all these big science things. I know. Give me the, the dumb girl version. So basically the law of attraction is, it's basically manifestations. The, it like works hand in hand with it. Is it like, is it kind of like manifesting someone by thinking positively of yourself? Not no. necessarily someone, but Some, anything. Anything. Okay. So like, I'm going to get this promotion. I'm going to get this promotion. Keep mm. saying that you speak it. You're going to attract I'm that getting promotion. those concert tickets. Yes. Okay. Law so of attraction. It's, it's using manifestation to yes. bring anything to because you. Because your words have power yes. and energy, yeah. which goes into the universe, mm-hmm. and the universe will reflect mm-hmm. that back. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, well, she knows what she wants. Got to give it to her. Yeah. I actually, every time I lose my AirPods, I manifest finding them again. Yeah. <laughs> because the first time that I lost them and I couldn't find them for days, I was like, because I had been looking everywhere. I right. knew that I lost them in my couch, so I moved all mm-hmm. of the cushions off of the couch they weren't there I went to bed and I was like so I basically retold it to myself I was like I found my airpods in the couch cushion right where I knew they were the Mm -hmm. whole time next day reached down there they were even though I took all of the couch cushions off no isn't that insane that is crazy I took all of the couch cushions off the couch they definitely weren't there I looked under the couch right under the rug everything next day boom both of them right there next to each other yeah last argument for why I don't believe in the simulation Mm -hmm. theory for myself personally Mm -hmm. if the simulation theory is true Mm -hmm. right then there's no purpose to anything I believe in purpose yes for everything I do and that is why Mm -hmm. I'm like no That is why so many people fall into a complete spiral with the simulation theory because they start asking the question of what is the point of me living right now if someone... What is the point of me working? Yes, exactly. So basically, this is what David Bohm was saying Mm -hmm. with like, there is still a point. The point is that you are experiencing reality however you experience it. Whether there is someone else in control or you have control or whatever, it doesn't matter because reality is what you make it. Exactly. Your reality is subjective to you. If you feel like what you're experiencing is real, then it doesn't matter what the point is. The point is simply that you're living and you're experiencing, you know? Mm -hmm. And that was the struggle that I had with religion was that I felt like there was no point for anything that I did because I was either going to go to heaven or hell and it didn't matter. Right. There was nothing else I could do. Right. Right. So it basically is the same thing with the simulation theory because I believe that if we had a simulation, it would basically just be Christianity, really, because they model each other so much. 
Yeah, I can I can see that, mm-hmm. how they are very similar. Yeah, and so it's like, if there's nothing that I can do, there was always this talk in the church of like, once you're in God's crew, Mm-hmm. That doesn't wasn't what they said, but I'm going to say that. Once you're in God's crew, you can't do anything to get out. Like, like you are his, then you're going to heaven because blah, 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 blah. Right? Like, in his, like, good light. Kind of, yeah. Not, once you, he doesn't see you negatively. Once you have Jesus in your heart, there's nothing you can do to get him out because he'll always be a part of you, basically. This sounds rapey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nasty. Trigger warning. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but that is your spit. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I dip I, my finger in spit. I do have spit. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> it was like, what's the point in following any of the rules or not following any of the rules because there's nothing I can do right. to make a difference anyway? Yeah. Right? That sounds like predestiny. Exactly. If yes. we believe in predestination, there's no point to anything that we do. That's exactly what the simulation theory is. So you can't, you can't think of it like that. You have to think of it externally. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? Basically that what matters is that I'm here, I'm living. Does it matter if this person that like, let's say I'm in love with somebody, if there's someone that I'm in love with, does it matter if the creator of the simulation is the one that set us up as much as it matters that I'm feeling these emotions? Right. So what matters is not the purpose. What matters is the reality, the experience, you know? Yeah, that's very similar to, I think it's called nihilism. Okay. In philosophy, which is... Ew. (laughs) Choking. (laughs) Just kidding. Anyways, nihilism is the view that only you exist and everything around you is not real. Mm-hmm. Oh, stop, because I struggle with that so much. Yeah. I struggle with that so much. It's like everyone yeah. around me is an NPC. Every once yes. in a while I'll be driving and I'm like, all of these humans are going somewhere. Yeah. Everyone is going somewhere with a purpose. These aren't just people that are around me to be around me. No. To give filler for my life. These no. are humans with, with lives. Yeah. And everyone, it makes me like need to pull over and throw up almost. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, no way. Everybody's living a life. I just can't process How dare that. they live their own lives? Literally, like so You selfish. all exist for me. I'm a that Leo. That is so selfish. I'm a Leo, bitch. Yeah. Everyone exists for me. <laughs> but like, it's just, it's so easy to get caught up in our own experiences, our own lives, and be like, these are the things that are important. And this is, it's just like, we are our own world. You know what I mean? And when you are awakened to the outside, it's jarring because you're like, oh my God, every single person in this world, 8 billion different souls across this planet, all living. Just in this one moment. Yes. Yeah. Just this one second are all living their own lives and having their own experiences. I had this thought. I, I can never truly know anyone no not even my own family like i my family each of us we go about our days we live our own lives they have experiences that i will never ever ever know about right hundreds of thousands millions of experiences they have more experience that and experiences that i will never know about than the ones that i do know right living in the same house my mom will get home from work we will all sit at the dinner table we've all had completely different days that we will not be able to comprehend yeah like it just when i think about that it blows my mind yeah it blows my mind that the people that are the closest to me that i spend every day with Mm -hmm. sometimes an entire day your whole life we don't know yeah yeah like my mom and i can go a whole day and go out together and we'll just have a whole day and i we will experience it completely differently yes and our lives will be changed in different ways because of that moment that we spent together Mm -hmm. crazy yeah like what do you mean what do you mean we're all different right it's nuts All this to say, whether the simulation theory is real or not, don't let it stress you out. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't matter. There's nothing you can do to change it. And whether your life has purpose or not, it doesn't matter. It's what you make of it. Exactly. So if you want to wallow in a hole and be sad about the fact that you don't have any free will, possibly, (laughs) so what? (laughs) The creator doesn't care, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just go live your life. Experience your experiences. Reality is what you make it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Life lessons with Kaylee. Life lessons with the baristas. Yeah. And it's dark now. It is dark. Anything else you want to say about the simulation theory? No, not really. I just, it makes sense, but I just, I. There's no point in believing it or not believing it because if it's real, there's nothing. That's a really cool concept. It's a really cool Mm -hmm. way to think of the potentiality of what life could be Mm -hmm. because. It's another explanation for where we came from. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like what we're doing here. 
Yeah, it's a it's another way to like look at the point of being human, mm-hmm. you know? And that's why I like anthropology because mm-hmm. you're studying human, human culture and mm-hmm. like what's the point of it? Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Why did we evolve to do all of this? Mm-hmm. What was the purpose? What was the point? Is there a purpose? Is there a point? Maybe not. Yeah. Those aren't the questions we should be asking is what the simulation theory tells us. Yeah. Those aren't the things we should be wondering. Which is insane. I don't know. I had one final comment and I don't remember what it was, which is so... (laughs) 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 That was weird. (laughs) What was I going to say? Oh, there it is. Found it. The simulation theory, if you're going to choose to believe in it, it's a reason to do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. You know? If you're like, man, I want to travel the world, but the simulation theory, there's no buts. Because there's no real reason why we do anything. Yeah. Just just do what you want. You know what I mean? Live your life. Don't let things hold you back. Yeah. Because, because I mean, the only thing that we can do as humans, there are two inevitable things. If you're born, you will die. Mm-hmm. And if you are alive, you will experience things. So try mm-hmm. to go out and experience all the things you can as a human. Life is too short to worry about, why am I here? You're here right. to experience. You're here to live. Yeah, taste all the things you can taste, mm-hmm. you know? Touch everything that you can, you know? like Eat that super spicy ramen. Doesn't yeah. matter if you'll get diarrhea. It's all in the experience. That is an experience. <laughs> You know, you should all try sugar-free gummy bears. No, you're sick. <laughs> you're sick. I can't believe Talk that. Talk about diarrhea. <laughs> we actually tried to do an episode reading those Amazon reviews. I think we got like, what, 15 minutes in. We were like, this is pointless. We have to do something else. Yeah. But we read that sugar-free gummy bear review. <laughs> Y'all, it's crazy. If you haven't read it yet, you have to. Although, if you're on the internet at all, I'm sure you've seen it in one yeah, way or what, another. Like 2015 or something like that? I don't that? know. From long enough ago. ago that it's yeah. gone viral every week almost. It's so funny. Anyway. What a concept, though. Yeah. It's really interesting, mm-hmm. regardless. Yep. Just just don't get too invested into it. Don't yeah. think too hard about it. Yeah. Because it doesn't change anything. There's no reason to be like, oh my God, what do I do? There's someone controlling me. Yeah. Don't let it let change them do it. the way you live your life. Yeah. Unless then, it's for the positive, you know. For- yeah. Well, also, if you're experiencing something negative, then, you know, whatever. Mm. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, that's how I'm going to try and get through every negative thing. I'm like, doesn't matter. Yeah. There you go. Doesn't matter. Yeah. That's it. It's all simulation. Period. Ah, period poo. Well, thanks for tuning in. Hope you're not spiraling. We love you. Don't spiral. There's no reason to spiral. The only reason you should spiral is if you're making spiral mac and cheese. Mmm, that's good stuff. Then spiral into that pot of yummy, cheesy goodness. Do you have mac and cheese? I don't have milk. That's okay. Ew. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) we love you. Adios, bitchachos. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Until next week.